Welcome, everyone, to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now, let's dive in. What is up, you happy hustlers out there? I hope you are having a glorious day and staying positive amidst this chaos and really just reveling in the moment that is in front of you and making the most of it. Now, in this solo episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, I want to talk about when you get bucked off that horse, how to get back on. And yes, that's an analogy, but I did grow up in Montana and I have gotten bucked off many horses. And there is a certain strategy that I use to get back on the horse. Um, And I want to share it with you. So I have a fun story. And I think you're going to dig this one. Now, without further ado, I also want to share with you the review of the week. And that is from Mikey Pipe B. Five-star review. He says, Contagious energy. This pod is great. Genuine and positive. Stories that get you excited about getting after it. Thanks. And thank you for that review. And thank you all for your reviews. I really do appreciate it. It means the world to me. And, you know, right now, I just want to say something, too. I do keep it love. I do keep it light on this podcast. But I also feel... I have to mention, you know, what's going on in the world today with the murder of George Floyd and the racism and the just extreme oppression of African-Americans. My heart and soul goes out to the family of George Floyd and every African-American family that's ever been oppressed and have felt hurt and pain. You know, this is such a crazy time right now, and I feel so fortunate to, you know, have the certain amenities and and the luxury that I do have just being a white male. And just, I honestly am crushed to see my fellow countrymen treat others the way that they have treated and just because the color of their skin. So I have to say, you know, that my heart is just really broken to see some of these riots and this looting taken away from the real problem at hand because I don't think that's the way to solve it, but I understand it and I'm not discounting it. Um, So I just wanted to say that I I am, you know, doing uh, what I can on my side. I'm donating, I'm posting about it, I'm sharing, and I do think it's important we all stand up against racism and stand up for our fellow countrymen, our brothers and sisters, and rise up and vote. And that's what I think is really going to make the changes, voting. So I appreciate you all. I definitely appreciate everyone who is persevering through these dark times and and The Rock said it best. He said, we all need to become the leaders we are seeking. And I so agree with that because let's face it, right now, you know, 
despite whatever political beliefs you you believe in, you know, the leadership is is not there. Um, so we need to become the leaders that we are seeking. So that's a long-winded, you know, mention, but I had to mention it just given what's going on. So I appreciate you all. I appreciate that review, Mikey Pipey, and I appreciate you guys listening. I think you're going to get a lot of value from this one as well. So without further ado, let's dive in to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. All right, guys, we're back with this solo episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, all about getting back on that horse when you get bucked off. And yes, that is an analogy, but ultimately to me it means cowboying up, facing your fears, and getting back in there. Now before I get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, I'm going to read the joke of the episode, and that is, why do all actors tell each other, break a leg? And the reason is because every play has a cast. Good, 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 good. I felt like everyone could use a little chuckle now given the extreme, you know, an extreme uncertainty of these times right now with the corona crisis and, you know, the uproar with everything going on. It's it's a crazy time to be alive, and I'm feeling it, and I'm sure you're feeling it. If you turn on the news, of course you're feeling it, because that's all you see. But I really do think it's important to control our input, and that's why I'm grateful that you're listening to this podcast right now, because, you know, I want to bring to you positivity. I want to bring to you purpose and passion and how you can really up-level your life and that is why I think this story is extremely timely, and it's the story of when I got bucked off. You know, I have uh, been bucked off multiple times growing up in Montana, and I want to share with you one of those, uh, one of those extreme cases and how it relates to you. Maybe if you lost your job, maybe if you're going through a career change, which I recently did, and you know, and going into the next level of your life or the next stage, how to face your fears, cowboy up and get back on that horse after you get bucked off or, you know, maybe whatever circumstance is for you, this, you know, story I hope will resonate and just will show you how to grin and bear it and grit through it. And I'm going to break down three steps that I use to get back on that horse after getting bucked off. So, those three steps are, first and foremost, you have to acknowledge the situation. Then your next step is you have to identify your options. And then you have to cowboy up and make your move. Now, I want to read, or not read, I'm going to tell you it, and I don't have anything written. <laughs> but ultimately, what I want to do is tell you how these three steps apply in this story. And really, this was one of those times in my life where... I could have so easily quit. I could have so easily just thrown in the towel, given up, waited for help, or waited for someone to come and save me or rescue the horses, or, you know, whatever. But I didn't. And I think we all have these pivotal moments in our life where we maybe choose the easy road rather than the more difficult one or choose to turn a cheek when we know it's not right what's happening in front of us. And it's times like these where you have to just, you have to cowboy up. And so what what happened for me in particular was I was in the Montana wilderness. This was about 
Let's say I think I was about 18 years old and I was in the wilderness with my dad and his really good friend and we each had our horses saddled up and we had about I think two pack horses which means essentially I had a horse behind me that I was towing. I had a rope in my hand and I was towing this horse that carried all our gear, our tents, our food and and my dad had a horse and he was towing it you know had a rope in his hand and his horse was packed up. So we had five animals total and we're going into this deep ravine and we're near Yellowstone area, but we're actually in the Beartooth wilderness. A lot of grizzly bears, mountain lion, moose, I mean, elk, you know, there's rattlesnakes, there's a whole bunch of, you know, wildlife. You're definitely not the top of the food chain out there. Um, it's, you know, it's the real deal. And so we're riding deep into this ravine and we're, we're really, we're, we're on the edge of this mountain. I'm talking like sheer drop down to a river and we're about maybe thousand feet up and we're probably, you know, maybe a couple hours into our 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 ride and we're going 15 miles deep into the woods and we were going to camp out the plan was to camp out for a couple weeks so we you know we're cruising along and we're riding our horseback and it's beautiful you know scenery but you don't really see another soul out there because we're deep in the wilderness you can't bring any machinery no motorized vehicles you know in the in the national forest there's strict rules even if we were to break our arms or legs or something you know tragic happened we would have to get ourselves out because they can't even leave, land a helicopter in there that's how deep in the national forest we go and and that's how I grew up, and I'm super grateful because it really teaches you how to be resourceful and to survive on your own. So we're riding along, and this ravine is so it's it's a scary ravine, and the horses behind me are, you know, running into the walls, and then they're like, you know, kicking shale down the the thousand foot drop, and it's sketchy to say the least. But ultimately, we did make it through that sketchy ravine, and we made it to our beautiful camp spot. And, you know, <laughs> I love camping. I really do. And especially when you get in the woods, it takes a couple days to settle down and really become one with nature and tap in and, you know, just retune your circadian biology, really. So we're about, I think, three days into our camp trip. And, you know, I've, by this point, I've whittled a bow and arrow. I've, you know, sung kumbaya a hundred times around the campfire, finished off my bottle of wine and whiskey, you know, <laughs> like fly fished for hours on end. That's what you do out there in the woods, read, journaled, you know, I was out there uh, just soaking it up. But on that fourth morning when I woke up, I got up a little early because I heard something. And, you know, when we're sleeping, we have our tents set up and then we have our hot fences where our horses sleep inside the hot fence and you know like those electrical wiring fences that your dogs you, you put your dogs in and uh, you just hope that they don't cross the line or else they get a little shock that's basically what this is for horses so it's an electrical fence but in the early morning i heard something and and then i heard a clack 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 and then a crash crash and they the horses broke through the hot fence and it seems of, that there was a bear in our camp. And so they, they, the horses, because I saw the bear prints when I, when I woke up in a scramble, but I couldn't see the bear. 
but the horses were gone. I mean, they took off down the mountain, and we were 15 miles in to this camp spot. I mean, we're talking deep in the wilderness, and... I don't know what happened, but I'm assuming the bear prince, the bear came into our camp, spooked the horses, they took off. So here we have now my dad waking up, you know, it's like maybe five in the morning, still like just maybe, you know, starting to get a little light. And his friend was still sleeping in the tent, but my dad and I got up and I'm like, hey, man, the horses are gone, dad. What do we, we got to go get them. I don't know where the heck they went. He goes, listen, son, you got to go get them, go down the trail and go get them. And I'm like, oh man. So here I go taking off down this mountain at like 5.30 in the morning, I put my boots on, my, you know, I had my, my jeans on, but essentially I had a 15-mile hike to go on just to go f- try to find these horses because they could be anywhere on the trail. Well, I'm following their, their horse trail, you know, and then their, their shit too because they were, you know, I could see where they pooped and I would just keep seeing more poop throughout the trail. So I was just following it down there. All I brought was one halter, which is basically a horse leash. And I get to the bottom of this trailhead and, and I'm hiking, you know, um, actually I do need to mention on the trailhead on my way down, I smell something like extreme urine smell and out of nowhere I look up to the left and there is a freaking mountain lion looking at me from top of the thing hissing and it pissed all down this rock and I saw the the warm wet piss steaming up from the rock and I'm I sprinted out of there went down the mountain I almost stepped on a snake on that same descent because I'm early morning so you know there was every all the animals are out that early so I ended up finally getting down to the bottom of the trailhead and wouldn't you know it the horses are by our truck and our trailer and they are legit just sitting there like, oh, I guess it's time to go home. And I'm like, well, actually, no, it's not, guys. We got to go back up there and get all our gear. And you got to, you know, we got to get all our saddles and everything because we can't get all of our stuff. We got tons of gear up there that we have to have the horses to get out. And uh, yeah, it was one of those moments where I'm looking at five horses, me, and I had one halter. So it's trying, it's, Basically like catching five stray dogs with one leash because I stupidly only brought one leash. (laughs) That was not a smart move. So then... I'm chasing these horses around and they do not want to be caught. They do not want to work. They do not want to go back up to the, you know, the top of the mountain and then go get all our stuff. And I promise all this whole story has a point too. So I'm getting there. (laughs) So I get... I get after these horses, and I'm like, all right, Carrie, it's time to cowboy up. Let's get it. Well, I crossed the river to where they were because they obviously saw me and then crossed the river. So I crossed the river. I wade in. As I cross the river, they go across back to the other side. Then I'm chasing them down the road now. Now not only are they at by the truck and trailer, they were chasing down the road. I spent almost an hour and a half chasing these horses around just by the road. Then I said, you know what, I'm going to get the truck and trailer. So I, I grabbed the keys, you know, from the hidden spot because we always leave the keys for the truck with the truck in case someone does get hurt. Someone else can go get the truck and get to town and try to get help. So we went, I got the truck and trailer 
and I rode down by the, the horses, and I attempted to do a U-turn with the truck and trailer, and I jackknifed it, meaning I turned it so tight, and this is a 30-foot trailer in a big old F-350 truck, and I couldn't move the truck and trailer. Everything was going wrong, man. I'm telling you, it was a mess. And I, I ended up having to unhook the trailer, back up the truck, rehook it up, pull the truck and trailer out. It was a mess. Anyway, I then got one of our lead horses, Dot, a, a female horse, to allow me to put a halter around her. So I got her in the horse trailer. And then I got the next one. Then I got the next one. Then I got the next one. I used the same leash to get all five horses. I just put them in the trailer. I was like a holding pen. Then I drove them back up to the trailhead. And then I said, okay, now I got 15 miles to go, five horses and one halter. Oh, damn. All right. It's time to really cowboy up. Well, now what happened was I realized I need all five of these horses to come back up there with me. But I know if I get at least, you know, three of them, like somehow tied together, then the other two will probably follow because they're herd bound. The the horses like to be in the herd. So I said, you know what? Okay, I'm going to bareback ride this horse, Zane, our lead horse, and then I'm going to I had these little hay string, this little orange hay string that was just sitting in the top of the trailer that we just keep for emergencies. So I tied <laughs> a, a necklace around one and then I tied it to their tail and then I tied a necklace to the other and then I tied it to their tail. So I had them tied neck to tail, neck to tail, neck to tail, three horses, and then I just left one that I knew would follow because he was the youngest in the group, and I rode bareback. I, well, I at least started riding bareback. This is what happened. I actually got bucked off of the horse because he got spooked for some reason early on in the trail. So here I'm laying in the dirt. I got bucked off my lead horse. I got five horses behind me, no saddles, one halter. I'm exhausted. It's now been like five, six hours because I basically sprinted down the 15-mile trail, but it still took me an hour and a half, two hours just to catch the horses. I'm like, man, I just want to cry right now. I just can't even get up to get these horses going. I got so much further to get to. Like this, like It was one of those pivotal moments in my life where I just had to acknowledge the situation. And just be honest with myself, like, what the heck are you going to do, Carrie? You, you can't just leave these horses here. You can't leave your dad and his friend up there with all the gear. You can't do that. There's, that's just, this is the situation, man. You got to buck up and you got to get it. So I identified my, my options, right? And you can do this with your life wherever you're at. If you lost your job, acknowledge that situation. Okay, what's your next options? Where is the next job? Where can you make your next dollar? What's the least pass resistance? What's the best outcome? What's the worst outcome? And that's what I did. I identified which options I had. You know, I could, I could potentially try to put them in the trailer, go get the help, come back down. Maybe I could drive to town, get help. Oh, who knew? I identified my options. The best option was to saddle up, meaning just get back in the saddle, which was no saddle because I was bareback riding, which means 
you're just sitting on the horse's back without anything. <laughs> and I said, that's the best option to ride back up there myself and just get it done. And that's what I did. So I got back on the horse after falling off, you know, getting bucked off. When you're riding bareback, you can fall off pretty easy unless, you know, you're a very talented rider. Like, you know, the Native Americans were just amazing riders. They could ride full gallop bareback and only hold on to the horse's mane. It was so impressive. Um, I've seen it, you know, I've seen them ride. I've rode with them. It's amazing to watch how talented they are. So I wasn't there, but I was a decent rider. And so I got back on the horse. I had, you know, my horses tied nose to tail, nose to tail, nose to tail, and one following. And here I go up the 15 mile trail. Up the 15-mile trail, one hour goes down, two hours goes down. Finally, I see light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm like, I see my dad's friend. He obviously wanted to come help. He he walked down the, the trail. He was sitting on a rock. I said, Kevin, so good to see you, man. Grab a horse and help walk him up with me, man. Carrie, no, man, I can't do that, he says. I said, what do you mean, Kevin? Grab the, the horse that's loose. It's just been trailing me for two hours and walk it back up. No, no, no. I, I can't make it up again, man. I'm exhausted. I got to go back and sit down the trailer. Now, granted, he was about 60 years old, but still, I'm like, dude, you got, you're not going to help me. So there we go. I had to cowboy up and make my move and continue forward. So I continued on. I finally get to camp after hours. Now, this whole endeavor took me almost almost like I would say probably from 5 a.m. to like 3 p.m., 4 p.m. maybe. And I get all the way back there. And my dad is taking a nap in the grass. He does have all the gear packed up, ready to be put back on the horses. Because he's like, we're getting out of here. Uh, you know, we didn't want to, Kevin didn't want to stay after all this trouble. Bear was in our camp. We're like, you know what, fine, let's get out of here. <laughs> so we saddled up the horses. My dad was he, was, he gave me that proud dad look like, holy shit. And as I'm rolling up with five freaking horses, no saddle, one halter. And I, you saw that I tied three of them together, nose to tail. And he gave me that proud dad moment. And that was all I needed to, to make it all worth it. And it was an amazing, it was an amazing moment in my life because it really showed me what I'm capable of and how to persevere past adversity, persevere past that moment when you get bucked off and you're so fearful and you just don't know what to do. And, you know, it can be related to anything you're going through, cowboying up and getting back on the horse that just bucked you off. You know, if you just lost your relationship or you're going through a breakup and you get bucked off, you get back on the horse, you find another one that's going to treat you right and that's going to love you deeper and that you're going to treat right and love deeper. And, you know, if you lost your job, you can find another one, you can find a better one, you know, you can continue forward as I have, you know, with any job uh, like being full transparency. I, I recently changed careers. I have new opportunities, you know, in terms of not just the happy hustle, but also, you know, with another uh, company that I'm so grateful for. There's a lot of new things in the works and it's all because I just don't quit. You know, I keep on keeping on. You got to cowboy up in the face of adversity when you get bucked off. And that's really the message that I wanted to share with you happy hustlers out there is, I know it's hard sometimes, especially now in the world right now, everything going on, you know, whatever you're facing, whatever adversity, now is the time to just get back on the horse, you know, 
cowboy up and persevere. So I hope you got some value from this story in this episode. I really do love you so much. I'm so grateful. If you got any value from this, please share it with a friend. Continue to spread this message. You know, that's how we continue to just build the Happy Hustler audience in the movement. So go out there, guys, and live that life of passion, purpose, and positive impact. And get back on the horse, especially when you get bucked off, all right? I love you. I'm out. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Yeah.